Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the 2-in-1 Golf Podcast. Sterling, Madison, and Mike here. Big weekend of major championship golf behind us. And Brooks Kepka, with his fifth major championship, is your winner of the PGA. Madison, is Brooks back? Yeah, Brooks is way back. Um, I, I definitely thought... You know, he could have handled the Masters disappointment one of two ways. And he went with the latter, which was to come back and absolutely just, you know, throw it down this week um, at the PGA. It just kind of seemed like he never was going to look back. Final round got a little tight. Victor was kind of kind of there and, and then not and then there and then not. And, um, you know, Brooks walks away with it. Um, and, yeah, he's he's way back, and I love to see it. Yeah, pretty pretty dominating performance. Um, Victor managed to make it maybe just a little interesting, maybe not quite a snooze fest. But honestly, I mean, I was waiting, I was waiting for the fatal mistake, and sure enough, Victor gave it to us on sixteen, um, just burying that ball in the face of the bunker. Not really sure why he was trying to. Uh, trying to pull off that shot i know he's i know he's trying to win but that thing never looked like it got more than about you know maybe eight ten inches off the ground so do really did disapp- did brooks actually leave to take away all the injuries did he ever leave you <laughs> okay <laughs> Did, Not did sure Tiger where you're going ever, with that. Did Tiger ever leave? Just take away all the injuries. Did Tiger ever like yeah, of course. Yeah, the Tiger game, left. The game the game leaves. No, no, no Tiger Brooks was gone. Left. No, no. Brooks no. left too. Same thing. No, Brooks he was injured. Only, Brooks not only left because he was injured, he left the tour as well. So yes, he was left. He 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 was gone. Yeah, he left He's, and then he won twice and now he's a he won a major championship. So wouldn't you say he's back? I mean, even he himself said the reason that he may have made the decision to go to live was he just didn't understand. He didn't know how his body was going to hold up with the injuries that he had. He didn't think he could be competitive anymore. So he takes so the you, injuries out of it. How do you take the injuries out of it? Yeah, just, I, I mean that, a that's healthy a, Brooks Kepka. That's an other than the it's that's an only other than that. At, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln type situation? I mean, you can't. If we only look at a healthy Brooks Kepka. The times in his career where he's been healthy, did he ever leave? <laughs> sure, you can say that he never left, but again, how do you how do you take the injuries out of it? How do you take I mean you saw him on you saw him on full swing. He was wondering if he was ever gonna be able to play at the level that he was you know, that he was playing at before. He was wondering if he was ever gonna be pain free again. Did you see when they recorded uh, his episode of Full Swing? Like time of year or? Like, yeah, yeah. What are yeah. you saying? So when he was very negative and kind of down, it, apparently it was after a March Madness tournament and his team had just lost a big game. So like he was kind of down. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that, that is even if that's the case i mean the man was searching I mean, did you not see him late at night rolling putts in his living room like madison you roll putts all the time in your living room what are we talking about yeah because i have I, i'm a creature of habit i'm an <laughs> addict what do you mean like i'm not out there for mi- for millions of dollars i mean the those people like that i mean they get out there and grind i mean you look at 
a, a topic we're going to talk about later. Michael Block, he hits one bucket of balls a week, and he goes out there and kind of makes a run at the PGA. Don't get me I'm started s- on Mike. I'm, so- I'm saying, I'm saying, the man was lost, and now he is found. And Sterling he is back. That's yes. my that's my take. Sterling, you're te- you're telling me that existential crisis that we saw was brought on by FSU losing in the tournament. Yes. Seriously, come on now. He's a diehard. Yes. A diehard Seminole. Not 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 buying it. Have you seen him at the hockey game? Clearly, this man <laughs> loves his sport. <laughs> well, it looks like he can always well, he's find an a, a positive out of uh, out of. He's an, egg, an athlete. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he ever left. Looking back, you know, he's got a now five-time major champion. It's kind of strange. He's won five major championships. He's won two U.S. Opens and three PGAs. Three majors have been in New York. I don't know. Just kind of an interesting thing there with him. But, um, you know, he's always been there in major championships. It's like what he said in, what was it, like 2018, 2019? Like, you know, half the field just, you know, can't hang with the stuff. The other, you know, 30% just aren't going to play well that week. So he's only got, you know, 10 guys he really has to beat. And I don't know that always, whenever he wins, it's just like, dang, like this guy is, this guy's got that dog in him, you know, he's, he's going to win. He's 33 years old. He's got five major championships. Like I, I could easily see him winning eight to 10 majors. I could see eight. 10 seems like a lot. Say it, Madison. Come on, let me hear it. What do you want me to say? Phil Mickelson, how many majors did he have at 33? Uh, One? Zero. Oh, zero? Okay. Didn't win his first league, he was 34. How many does he have now? I have no idea. How many Six. Does he have? Okay. You're telling me Brooks couldn't put together another stretch here where he wins? You know, three or four in the next four, five years. It's it's definitely possible. Possible. I mean, yeah, I'll I'll say, I'll give him uh, I'll give him three. I'd put the over under at eight and a half. I'll take the under. <laughs> you just gave him ten. You just gave him ten. You, you just gave him in, ten. This guy's injury prone. You don't know if he's going to make it to. <laughs> And that's exactly and that's exactly what I'm wondering as far as how does he get past 8 is can he stay healthy? If he stays healthy, sure. Absolutely he could win more. But yeah, that's the big question. Yeah. Been hurt once, could get hurt again. But you know, just absolutely a dominating performance. I mean, yeah, it really it, it was it was a great performance, and I'd say even in in the final round when he and I'm trying to remember what hole was it 13 he blocked it way right um, into the hazard had to take a drop. What hole was that? I think that was six. Yeah, I thought that was a lot earlier in the round. Yeah, oh, maybe it was, it was pretty early in the round. It was six. Okay. okay, so when he hits that, I was like, oh my god, like that that would have been an opportunity where he could have been really rattled, and that's when Victor was still kind of close. And things could have fallen apart for him, but he steps up, you know, he takes his drop and then puts it on the green and, um, you know, it, it could have been a lot worse than it was. So that right there, I think just kind of showed his, his mindset and his mentality going into the, that weekend that he was not going to, to let this one slip away like he did the masters. And that's what he said earlier in the week, he'd figure something out. He knew what he did wrong 
at in Augusta, and what he was wasn't going to do it this week. Can you, can you just tell he, us what that ne- was? He never said. So do you believe him? I think it might have been the aggressiveness of his play. I think maybe he attacked sometimes where he shouldn't have. Maybe that's the way he looked at it, and it was more about just keeping the ball in front of you, keeping it in the fairway and the short stuff, and then attacking pins where you can. That would have been the only thing I think that he would have changed. I mean, what else about his game would have changed? So he he uh, apparently him and Trevor Trevor Immelman I struggle with that last name uh, texted after the Masters, which I thought was kind of strange, right? But um, Trevor said on the broadcast that Brooks was playing not to lose at Augusta, mm-hmm. um, so he was playing very conservative, and that ended up you know costing the championship or the you know the Masters. Um, so when he talked to Amanda. He was like, yeah, like I, you know, I played Augusta and I made some mistakes and I promised that won't ever happen again. And she was like, oh, can you tell us what you know that was? And he was like, I can't give away all my secrets, which I thought was a, a classic PR uh, answer. But um, yeah, he, he went out, stayed aggressive when he you know needed to, played it safe when he needed to, and he definitely got it done. I didn't think that he played like crazy aggressive interesting on sunday the man went three under in his first four holes yeah but it wasn't like he was trying to stuff the ball into pins that uh that he had no business going after e- he was hitting the right he was hitting the right spots he was hitting the right spots all the time and he was never in danger he was never in danger of short siding himself he was never in danger of making the stupid miss that was going to lead to a really dumb bogey until he put it in the hazard on six yeah i agree well i mean but i mean approach shots Mm -hmm. approach shots off the tee yeah you're gonna miss a ball off the tee every now and again and he still made a really good bogey coming out of that yeah made a very good bogey i mean i think that's the thing with with Brooks is he's not going to beat himself. I think whatever happened at the masters where, you know, I feel like he just left, he lost his cool. I don't know what the quote unquote secret is, but he certainly lost his cool. He, you know, he let things get to him and, you know, on Sunday, nothing, nothing phased him. Nothing phased him at all. Now they did play pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, for I think final that, round of a major championship, they did play pretty quick. It was like right around four hours, wasn't it? So that didn't that didn't hurt. Yeah, I think that was something that really kind of helped Brooks as well. Um, is Victor plays fast, Brooks likes to play fast as well, and you know they just they went along at a pretty good clip. And that's the, the one thing too, where you know potentially if you know something that frustrates someone, obviously Brooks was very. Um, uh, very outspoken about slow play at the Masters. Maybe that was something that could have affected him that final round, that final day. You know, maybe maybe Victor slows his routine a little bit and, and can potentially get in Brooks's head. So that's always that that fine line. If you want, you know, talk about not giving away all your secrets. If you know the guy you're playing playing with hates slow play and you're you know within a shot or two of each other, you know, you can always take it take it a step slower and just see if that that rattles him a little bit not saying anything absolutely egregious but you know victor's one of those people where he gets his number he steps up and he hits it 
there's no there's really no pre-shot routine or anything it's just club on ball walk on you're gonna give me some credit That's exactly what I said after the Masters. I was like, John Rahm won, and Brooks, all he talked about was the pace of play being so slow. And I said, now, if you're playing against Brooks Kepka, right, you're one or two back, why not slow him down as much as you can without, you know, getting a penalty or anything, just, like, so you can maybe try to catch him uh, off guard a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. number one, do you take yourself out of your rhythm? Yeah, I think you have to. And then number, yeah, but does that help? And then number two, if Brooks is wised up to it, has he figured out a way to cope with it? Like, maybe he slows his walk down. Maybe he goes to the bathroom seven times during the round just to kill time. You know, maybe he finds some way to, you know kill some of that downtime so that when he's moving he's still moving at the at the pace he likes and you know still operating in his in his rhythm because if he's figured that out if he's figured that out so he he can't be slow played because mickelson slow played him pretty bad in the pga at kiowa a couple years ago and got under his skin too so i mean that wasn't you know the masters wasn't the first time that happened to him it also happened at uh, Harding Park. Played really bad there on the on the final round. Mm-hmm. Do some slow play. Um, no, I don't believe he has figured out that part. And I think at a course like Oak Hill, right? It was playing so difficult. If you're Victor coming on the stretch, you got to know like there's not a whole lot of birdies out there. So like, you know, you're not gonna catch him he's gonna have to come back to you a little bit so why not just try changing something yeah i agree um any any big disappointments you saw this week at the pga you gotta be john rom right number one player in the world i mean that was my pick this week oh sorry it was front number one Scotty Scheffler's not world number one. Did you guys see that? No, I figured they would they not surprised. flip because he finished T2 um, in a major. So I figured mm-hmm. Scotty would jump back up. But, yeah, I'd say John Rahm really was, was kind of disappointing. But once again, John Rahm being the true, like, just absolute golf fan is not having a good week and still gets in the booth. Puts the headset on and still gets in the booth. I mean, I absolutely love it. Obviously, he has, as I'm sure, CBS and whomever else are already wanting to sign him to a deal when his career is over because he's just excellent. Can we just give him? Can we just give him first in the pip now? Jay, just write the check. I mean, seriously, seriously, genius, absolute genius move on his part. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, definitely not a good week for him. I was super disappointed. I I had all the the hopes that he was going to be the real contender in all of the majors this year and really make a run at all of them um, and just never got going. I don't know. Do you remember, Sterling, if he what wave he was in? Was he a late, late early? He went early late. He went early late? Okay. I feel like everyone went early late. I think I was, I was watching on Thursday, and I was like, well, dang, Rory's out, Scotty's out here, JT's out here, Spieth, Rom. Like, so, who, like, 
Speaking of disappointments, Ooh. how are you not disappointed with Rory? I mean, another backdoor top 10, sure. But... Whoa, 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 whoa. We're calling that a backdoor? That was at least a side door, right? Yeah. It wasn't really a backdoor. That might have been a window. It I, I, might have been coming in through the basement. Someone left yeah. the someone left that you know that basement door open, and he just kind of walked in the cellar then, door. You know the cellar <laughs> yeah. door. He's in the he's in the fridge making himself a sandwich. And I mean it's Rory, so it's cool. Yeah. You know you're totally down with Rory, but yeah, I mean, stop playing your way out, and then playing your way in at the end of the tournament and another you know another wikipedia top 10 but was he ever really a factor no so would you rather have john rom's week or roy mcelroy's week just the week <laughs> um i mean that's a silly question yeah i'd rather have rory's week yeah i don't know i think I, uh, i'm not saying john rom's week was better what would make you want John Rahm's week? You nothing. lost number one. I don't, I don't you lost think, world number one. I don't think you we should get paid that much. <laughs> like I don't know what else you want me to say. Like you're 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 on the air for free. I mean, there's just so many other things. What what would make you want John Rahm's week over Rory's week? Absolutely nothing. That's why I'm trying to figure out why Mike's bringing up how bad Rory played this week. No, or I'm just saying you, it's disappointing. I, I, yeah, I don't. I think don't. It's was disappointing. Think it was, what were you expecting? No one picked him. I'm still expecting him to be competitive. Another non-competitive top ten is not doing it for me. That's like asking LeBron James to beat the Nuggets by himself. Oh God! He got swept. No, I'm asking Rory to be a factor. That's all. He was a Just factor. Just be a factor. No, he was he a fa- that man no, turned his hat around and went nuts. <laughs> That's hold on. No. So that 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 could also be we'll put that in there. That that could also be part of our uh, should this exist. Um, I know we're not going to have it this week, but I'd say the Nike rain suits. Those were the worst rain gear I've ever seen. To to flip on the TV and see Scotty and Rory. I don't think I don't know if Brooks was wearing it or not, but just in that like I don't even know what color you'd call that. Putty. What, what color no. would you call that? I'd call it. I would a, call that. Um, Baby poop brown. Baby poop brown. Just despair. Yes. Despair brown. I mean, it was it was bad. I mean, it was just like, wow. With normally with Nike, everything is just kind of, you know, it's it's louder. You you look at Tony Finau, and Tony Finau is wearing wallpaper prints and everything like that, and then you you throw on their rain gear, and you're like, what's that now? What, what yeah. was that that you put on? I mean, that was baby poop brown. That was. Divorced dad, I just want to see my kids on the weekend, tan. It was just absolutely, that was depression personified. Yeah, so, you know, it uh, it, it played right into to Rory's game this week, I think. Um, it was it was the epitome of, of Rory's week, that, that rain suit. Um, but no, I mean, overall, he had a decent week. Top 10, I think he finished T6 or T7. You know, it's just he's got to be—he's got to be a factor in these majors if he wants to continue to be in the conversation without being the conversation of PGA versus Live. Is he if he continues to want to be in the conversation of the best golfers on tour right now? He needs to contend in these majors. What are we talking about? Continue. 
it's been Maybe. a John Rom Scotty Scheffler year this entire year. Rory has always been in the conversation. Think about it, all everyone's picks. Even if you look at what what the what Vegas is saying, Rory always has good odds to go out there and win, and he just doesn't do it. He's always one of the top picks. Sure, but no one's talking about him. I mean, we're talking about him. Not anymore. Well, but I mean, he came into the season on a heater. Sure. Won the Fe- won the FedEx Cup. Yep. You know, won a wraparound. You know, yeah, won on the wraparound. Won on the DP World Tour. Yep. You know, definitely was coming into the season with a, a a pretty good head of steam, and yeah, just we expect more. You know, we expect more from the greats. Yeah, if that's Corey Connors has that kind of finish, okay, great. You know, let me, we're, let we're me happy ask you this, him. Mike. We're happy. So for him, you're saying Roy's a great? Is that correct? Um, yeah. Who else in that tournament this weekend's a great? I'll give you the time. I'll give you a second to think in about this, it. In this, who else in this tournament? Yes. Who was? Who teed it up at all, or who was competitive? Who teed it up at all? Well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, how many how many majors does Spieth have? Right. Okay. He's got three. So he's got three. That's pretty great. Has he been so great lately? No, but we're not talking about Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth hasn't done much of anything for the last few years. I mean, he picks he picks off a win in a weak field here and there. You know, and good for him, but I don't think that you can compare Spieth's recent form, like over the last two years, to Rory's recent form over the last two years. Don't tell me you can do that. I don't know. I guess I'm just feeling bad for LeBron right now because <laughs> I'm going to bring it back to basketball. People always compare greats to themselves. Right, if we sit here and look at Jordan Spieth, not Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, Jordan Spieth and Roy McIlroy, one player has had a better year, but no one's talking about how bad Jordan's playing, only like how mediocre Rory's playing. But you, you just said that. they're both greats. But you know what the issue is, right? And I know that. What's the I issue? Know you, I know you personally deal with this, Sterling. Um, oh. It's. It's the face of the organization. When all the cameras are pointed at you, all of the weight is on your shoulders. It's so, Jordan Spieth. It's America's golden child. What are we talking about? He, yeah, but he's not the face of the PGA Tour. Why not? Think, no, no, no. What, Why not? Why not? Why not? Because he hasn't not, played he, like it lately. And he's not opening his mouth every week to, to defend PGA versus Live. No one even talks to him about it. I think the last time that he had to say anything it's about Jordan the Spieth. topic, no one cares about Jordan Spieth and what he has to say. <laughs> Him and Roy are on a different level. I think that's what we're all saying. I'm saying it shouldn't be like that. If we're gonna sit here and talk bad about Roy, then why aren't we talking about Spieth? Well, we can talk bad about. We can talk worse about Spieth. I don't want to talk worse about him. I don't want people coming from my neck. <laughs> Who's another great that teed it up this week? So what? It's a great a two time or two times or more, two or more, 
two or more majors. So uh, I think it's got to be three. There's a lot of people at two. Yeah, because I'm not putting, I'm not calling Morikawa a great yet. Sheesh. Uh-uh. Are we calling think DJ a great? He's got two. I heard someone said he had three. I'm not sure what they were talking about. DJ? Yeah, I don't know how they get the three for DJ. Is DJ a great? I think he is. He's only got two, but he's got the twenty plus whatever. He's got twenty plus. Yeah. He's got twenty plus wins. But honestly, for three majors, you're getting pretty far down the leaderboard to uh, to fill, and then you've got to put former in front of that. Former what? Former great. Why is he a former great? I mean, he teed it up this week. He only he won the PGA two years ago. Rory hasn't seen, Rory, Rory hasn't seen a major in years. But again, we're still talking about Rory like he is the best player in the world. Because he is one of the best players in the world. Like I said, it's it's the face of the organization. When all the cameras are pointed at you, you have to perform, and that's not what we're getting. So that's that's the conversation. Yeah, he's number three in the world. Yeah. Now you can debate how accurate the OWGR is, but it's not. If you're top five, you're playing well. Who's the you top five argue... right now? John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, Rory, Victor Hovland. Nope. Nope. No Scotty, Scotty, Rahm, McElroy, Cantlay, Shoffley. Hovland is six. Did we see Cantley out there this week? I heard he was there, but I have no proof. I saw a video Did of see him. Sander? I saw a video of his uh Again. We're talking about two non major champions. But hey, they're top five and we're not talking about their bad play. I don't know. I just wanted to be consistent across the board. I'm tired of the negative Rory slander. It's not slander. It's it, it comes from a place of love because you said it was we a back door. More. We the want man was more from the top, him. He was inside the top ten all weekend. We want more from him. We want okay. him to be a factor. Yeah. We want him to be a factor late on Sunday. So, speaking of someone who was a factor this week, don't and who it. also had don't a lot it. of cameras pointed at them. Here it comes. Michael Block. I'm going to take the next 20 minutes off. You guys the, enjoy the rest of the podcast. So, we talk about... If we, if we talk about Sterling's PGA professional brethren. I mean, come on. Sterling, he's out there. He's out there representing all of you, all of you hardworking PGA (laughs) professionals who are out there growing the game and making it happen. And he's representing you. He is. Um, So I'm sure as, as most people have seen, Michael block um, was really the story this week finishes T 15 gets an invite to next year's PGA also an invite to colonial this week and no hold on hold on he didn't get an in hey no sorry I got control he did not get an invite thank you sorry he qualifies for the 2024 PJ championship gets a um gets an invite to colonial also gets an invite to the RBC uh in Canada I mean you talk about a whirlwind of a week probably a whirlwind of emotions the guys out here grinding just like our own sterling simmons i mean giving lessons every day hitting balls all night long just putting in the hours and here he is he gets his chance and he just 
takes it. And not only that, final round, 15th hole, dunks it for an ace on the par three. Just what a week for him. Ends up playing with Rory McIlroy. Plays with Rory. Which gets a hug gets a hug from Rory after yeah. the hole in one. And then makes one of the greatest up and downs on the eighteenth hole, according to Jim some Nance. people. Yeah. According to Jim Nance. Yes. Um, surfing surfing the wave now, doing the morning shows. Yeah. I mean, can we get enough of Michael Block? Is it possible to get enough of Michael Block? I don't think so. I mean, here's here's the thing about him. I mean, he has a great personality as well. And, you know, as, as most PGA professionals, uh, teaching professionals do, they just have such a great personality. That's why Sterling fits in so well on this podcast and, and with the group. But, I mean, definitely taking advantage. 15 minutes of fame. I mean, he's he's played in some tournaments before. I think he said his biggest payday was $75,000. 75000 yeah. Um, and shows up this week, cashes a check, I think, for $283,000. Has a 200, chance to... 288000 Okay. Two hundred eighty-eight thousand uh, dollars wins the low professional trophy, Crystal. I'm not really sure. Um, and yeah, taking advantage of his fifteen minutes. Seems like a, a pretty down to earth and, and simple guy. I'm not really sure, but I mean, at least from the interviews, he's he's very very passionate. Uh, he talked to about some of his students uh, that he teaches on the range. They showed clips of his home club. Everyone was in in the um, in the grill just cheering for him so really really good week sterling what are your what are your takeaways as a as a fellow pga professional i mean is this is this kind of like the ultimate goal uh yeah for sure you know um definitely the ultimate goal is to go out and win it right um he couldn't get it done this weekend unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) no but that dot but that backdoor (laughs) top 15 (laughs) Yeah, he snuck in there, right? He had to grind it out on eighteen. <laughs> the greenskeeper, uh, Bugs Bunny, if you will, had that uh, mag- <laughs> magnet underneath mm-hmm. the green on eighteen and sucked that ball into the hole. But no, he couldn't get it done this weekend. Um, did finish low PGA or low PGA professional, um, you know, hole in one on fifteen. He he couldn't mess up this week. I mean, everything that could have gone right for him went right. I don't know what to say there, but uh, I mean, congratulations to him. That's all I have to say. Looks like he made everything inside 10 feet too. Yeah. I mean, the cameras went on him. It was almost like he was playing on a delay, right? Almost. They would, they would record the shot if it wasn't good or if it didn't go in, like oh, we're just not going to show it. But if it did go in, they'd put it on the air. You, you might, you, if you were watching, you might've thought it was live. So Sterling, are you a blockhead? Is it like a, a a block party fan? You know, yeah. Are you are you attending the block party? No, I didn't get an invite. Oh man. Yikes. A fellow PGA professional didn't get an invite to the block party? I thought we were all invited to the block party. I thought America no, I guess was invited ex- to the block party. Including some some people. <sighs> mm. We can't have that. Can't have that. Yeah, so it's it's really kind of um, like you said, Mike. It's been a, a quick uh, a news news circuit for him. Um, someone apparently mm-hmm. offered fifty thousand dollars, thousand dollars for a seven iron that he made the hole in one with. 
PGA of America has asked uh, to purchase his irons, or actually I think all of his clubs, I guess they're going to put it in the museum down there in, uh, was it Frisco? In Frisco? Not a yep. museum. Okay. I don't the, know. It's the PGA headquarters. I'm sure there's a museum there. Sure Isn't there museum. everything there? There's a hallway where they have things up. I okay. wouldn't call it a museum. That's, that's museum-esque. Yeah. So Tro- those... Trophy I'm, case? Yeah. So what Thank was, you. And, that's better. And, and what's he playing? He was playing like the tour preferred like 20... MCs from 2014. I yeah, have them. Yeah. I have those clubs right now in my closet. You better <laughs> bust them out because we could be we could be at the PGA next year. We're watching you coming down the stretch on Sunday. Those if things that's are what covered. It takes. In, those things are covered in lead tape. The ones that Block was playing. Yeah, he had a Stealth two, and the driver in three wood had a UDI iron the tour preferred mcs i don't know what he had for wedges he had the uh the new what are they MG3s. Tour grinds or, yeah yeah that's what he's playing and then he had a two ball and then he had a two ball yeah that was a, that was noticeable an old two ball taylor an made old two ball i'm sure taylor made did not love that two ball or the golf but, ball but god he was repping the uh the raw wedges with the hat that was ridiculous yeah, yeah. and the jordan shoes yeah, yeah. I it, I think uh, TaylorMade's gonna probably do something for him. He was actually featured on their website. I think uh, starting on Saturday, he might still be. I haven't looked at it lately. They um, also wrapped their headquarters. The windows um, up top are are all Michael Block right now. You think you know having some of the best players in the world, um, the new world number one in, in your uh, in your stable there, and you've got Michael Block on there. So clearly, everyone's trying to to really take advantage of of the great story that we had this weekend but um i mean sterling this is this is the dream right here i mean like i said i should i could have been so, there they um my invitation must have got lost in the mail so that last stri- week so when do so you get to play in the cpc the what the club, club pro, pro championship. championship yeah yeah i gotta qualify for that we have a section qualifier here and then obviously you go to the uh, cpc in the top 20 get to move on yeah so clearly the strategy is you hit one bucket bucket a week and you only coach two lessons a week and you too can be michael block so there we go there we go so guys should this exist anything other than majors should any should any professional tournaments pga tour live does any of it matter or is it just the majors has has brooks showed us that basically nothing freaking matters other than majors i think i mean majors are great that's that's kind of where you see who's the best in those situations i think that regular tournaments still need to be around do i think we need as many maybe not um but i think just just kind of going through having some new people win that way they can qualify and get into some of the majors i think would kind of shuffle reshuffle every couple years of who the people are going to be there but um i will say the majors are when i tune in the most most of the other tournaments i'll catch Sunday coverage. I might watch some highlights from from previous rounds, but majors. I mean, if I'm 
most of the time I'm catching three rounds. If I don't, if I don't see Thursday, you know, unless something crazy goes on, um, I'm not feeling too bad, but that's when I'm tuning in the most. So if, from a viewer standpoint, I'd say I would be fine with just, just majors, but from just a competition standpoint, having the other tournaments, I think maybe a necessity still. But are other players getting scheduling wrong? I mean, Brooks has gone two, one in the last two majors. Are they screwing up load management? Does Brooks have it right and everybody else has it wrong? Don't worry about what you're playing in. You know, maybe you maybe you mess around and, and win a you know an unimportant event by mistake, but you're not really trying because you don't really care because <laughs> you're Brooks Kepka and you know it doesn't matter. Um, I don't I don't think it's know? necessarily load management. I think what Brooks has the the way that he is is so good at these majors is the mentality aspect. I think a lot of players put so much focus on these majors, especially the ones trying to com complete the career grand slam. Those are the ones that you can almost count out right away because they're, they're so far in their head. Rory, Jordan, they're so far down the rabbit hole that when they get there on Thursday, you know, th those are guys that you can probably already count out. Now they may have a really good week, but for, for Brooks, he locks in every week and he he has that mindset we talked about it he knows that half the players are going to think themselves out of it and half the players just aren't as good as him he so locks in really, every week or he locks in every major week and every he's complete and he's every, completely zoned out for every, 48 yeah. weeks of the year that's exactly what i'm saying every okay. major week that's that's the mentality he goes with every other week it's just kind of like putting in putting in the reps if he stumbles into it to a win on live hey you know great good payday and and get a new trophy in the trophy case but I, I don't think that he's um I, I don't think that he he's necessarily caring about anything else and that's what he said for the longest time and therefore do they matter do regular events matter should we care like at all i like i said i think we have to still i don't <laughs> I know it's scary. I know it's scary to think it's very nihilistic, but I mean, I think we should just be know, honest with ourselves. <laughs> they don't matter. Thank they, you. They Sterling. really don't. Thank you, Sterling. Um, now there's this, there's something about a major championship week. It might be the live from coverage that they give you on Monday. It might be all the interviews you get Monday through Wednesday. It's watching the players warm up on the range doing the extra prep work whatever it might be just hearing from the superintendent um you know the wednesday before um they tee off on thursday but it's i don't know you you fall in love with the course throughout the week you fall in love with the storylines you fall in love uh just with the entire week uh you know there's there's logoed stuff for i don't know there's just Everything that happens at a major just seems to be perfect, especially when, you know, the USGA or the PGA, whoever's running it that week, like when they get the course right and the players aren't complaining and everything looks, you know, perfect on TV, there's just something different about a major championship where you just fall in love with golf for that week. Like, I'm, I don't know about you guys, like, I'm super motivated to play golf right now. Did you guys go out and practice at all the last two days? Yeah. I did not. But did you find yourself picking up a putter in your living room and stroking a few putts? 
I do that most nights anyways. So. <laughs> okay. That's how like... he keeps that silky smooth stroke. No, yeah. but I, but I, I agree with you on that because, you know, when I was really just starting starting out with golf on the weekends of the masters or the PGA or the open, when you'd go to the range, those, those weekend nights, they were packed any other weekend. Like, you know, it, it would kind of be busy depending on the weather, but after a major, they were packed. Everyone was there. And it's, it's because even your, your, I don't know, fair weather golf fan, the person that just tunes into the majors every single time they see it that's when they get reinvigorated for golf um so when you look at it that way and like i said mike from the the fan viewpoint nothing more than the majors matters nothing else but Mm -hmm. i think it's just you know there's addicts there's people that talk about golf every week like the three of us and so there's always something else going on oh i'm not going to stop i'm not going to stop watching but it really kind of puts it into perspective that here is a guy who's after what he did this weekend, I could easily say is the preeminent golfer of his generation has definitely separated himself. Uh, you know, has made the argument that now Rahm and Scheffler really have a lot more to prove uh, and who just does not care about, the week in, week out, just doesn't care. So, yeah, and I think that's that's one benefit that that Scotty does have going for him. I don't think Scotty maybe has that the mentality like a lot of the other players. He has a very similar mentality to Brooks. He's not one that gets super frustrated. I mean, even Brooks said something about it in full swing. He's like, you look at a guy like Scotty Scheffler. What do you think's going on in his head? Nothing. Like he's not thinking about anything. And that's kind of, I think what really sparked the success that Scotty's seen. And I think we're going to continue to see that with him as well. And I think that's going to be one that can go toe to toe with Brooks in a major when it's coming down the stretch and they, you know, they're not overthinking any of it. They're both kind of in that same minds uh, mindset. So I think, I think what did we put it at eight and a half? Eight and a half is where I put the over-under. I think, depending on health, Brooks could could maybe take the over, but I also think you got to potentially put Scotty almost in the same, give him the same odds. Why? Give him the same line. Why? I, I think he's going to be just as good. How old is Scotty? 20, let's see, 28? How old is Scotty? I know how old he looks, but... 26. 26, okay. I thought he was about 45, isn't he? That's how old he looks. Yeah. 26. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't give... I don't I, I don't think it's too early to tell. Um, definitely a player that can get hot. Very consistent, but I, I wouldn't set the line at 8.5 for Scotty. No. no. So I what would you know. put it at? I'd probably put it at four, four and a half, which is four an unbelievable. I think yeah. that's about, no, I think that's about right. I think he's only got one still. Yep. 
but he what did he finish this week t2 t2 so he's been he's been close i think really just kind of seeing which majors really set up well for him there's a number of players who have been close their whole career yeah i mean lee westwood you put it at you put his over or under at four and a half. If he got to five, would it surprise me? No. Louis Yusufin. Yeah. If Scotty never won another one, would it surprise me? A little bit. But, I mean, you could see a string of bad breaks, lots of T2s. You know what I could see? I'm sorry to cut you off, Mike. But yeah. Scotty's, I could see Scotty retiring at 30. What? Is that... I don't think that's that strange to say. I could see him, you know, winning 10 or 15 PGA Tour, whatever, and then, like, picking up two or three majors and then just being like, you know, like, I want to hang out with my family. Like, Meredith and I want to settle down and, you know, have a couple of kids, and that's what we want to Like, I've played enough golf. I've proven myself. I've been world number one the last three years in a row. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. Ah, man, that's... I don't know. I don't see that. I could, I could, if you would have said DJ, I would have been like, oh yeah, definitely. I, I can see that guy's just, in... just hanging it up and not not caring. He's probably done playing after his live contracts up in twenty. They're gonna put DJ in that museum five. you're talking about in PG. Yeah, <laughs> that man's a fossil. <laughs> that man's hurting his back listening up Pauline every week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's somebody I could say I, I would. I would see being like, you know what, I'm, I just don't want to do it. I want to go hang out on my boat. But right. I don't see I don't see Scotty saying that. Really, I, I see him just being a huge family guy. Like, oh, like Meredith's having her fourth kid, you know, won the match each major championship. It's just time to call it a call, call to quits. Who's who's any other golfer that's kind of had a quick um quick What rise does Mike to like to say? Mike, what do you like to say um, when golfers leave a tournament early or something? Eject. Oh, they ejected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me think. Who's who's hung up? Anthony Kim. Anthony that was Kim. injury related and insurance related. And insurance related. So he said, "I have enough money. I'm good." Could have played on live. Still didn't want to come back. No, I think there was there was something about that that if he did come back he would have to i can't remember what it was there was something else involved in that he couldn't go to live because it sounded like somebody had had conversations maybe both tours had had conversations with him yeah supposedly if he if he plays he's got to pay back the insurance money so yeah yeah So colonial this week. Oh, we're already we're ditching the PGA just like that. We're already yeah yeah we're ejecting. We're ejecting out of the PGA. We're ejecting out of the PGA. What if well, I got more to say? So, so now I had a, I had another question for you guys before we get off that and Brooks. And it's been rumored that Brooks wants to get back on the PGA tour, but the buyout from his live contract. The PGA is needs in, to pay. It's somewhere in the three to four hundred million dollar range. So, Srixon sponsors Brooks. Really, only get to see Brooks four times a year. Srixon, the SRI in Srixon is Sumitomo Rubber Industries. Sumitomo Rubber Industries is owned by Sumitomo. 
their annual revenue last year, $45 billion. Could they chip off three, four hundred million to the Saudis? Maybe, you know, free tires for the next hundred years, something so that they can get their boy on TV more. What do you think? But would he play? Hmm? Yeah, would he, he play? Would he play? Why wouldn't he play? He'd play the designated he'd play the designated events. He's he would be playing the same amount of events that he's playing on live. Yeah, he'd play the designated. Wait, why would he have to play the same amount of events? Because there's just as many designated events as there are live events this year. But what what gets you into a designated event field? Mm. Is it, isn't it your OWGR? If I'm Brooks and the PJ Tour wants me back, I'm saying, all right, look, y'all can have me back. Shrikson's going to pay whatever. But I, like, I get to pick my own schedule. I don't have to play in these designated events. I don't think it's it's the PJ Tour that wants Brooks back. I think Brooks wants to go back to the PJ Tour. The PJ Tour should want Brooks Kepka back. They should want Brooks back, and he's 13th in the world right now. So he'd get in the designateds on the top 30. But I don't think they're top they're, 30 tr- they're trying to bend anything to get him back. Oh, they're not going to bend over backwards. They still they have. They still soft. have every. Yeah, they still have you know plenty of other great players. So I don't think it's it's that. I think Brooks wants to go back to the PJ Tour. When you that's why the sponsors that's why the sponsors step in and they make it happen. The only reason I think Srixon may say no to that, Mike, is maybe Srixon's going to buy into this whole team platform and they're going to sponsor a team. Because right now, other than the majors, Srixon gets no airtime on live, unless there's a close up of Brooks hitting a. a a driver or something they'd have to zoom in really close but at the majors he gets to carry a Strixon bag yeah but didn't that ship didn't that ship kind of sail i don't know that's what they're still trying to do franchise them out that's the whole the whole point of this is that they're going to i don't know if they're trying to create equity or something in the team and then sell it off to somebody that's how you advance and live now your teams are going to have to have sponsors so there is revenue coming in so if that's the plan, then maybe Srixon does that, and maybe Srixon buys a team or buys a Smash. Yeah, um, I felt like that was really dependent upon Hideki. It I agree. probably was. And Smash isn't even that great of a team. So I think Smash has got the the greatest player of his generation. I mean Yeah. <laughs> And it's crazy to think about Brooks is the best player. That lot of good that does him. Brooks is the best player in the last ten years, which is crazy to think about. It is. Yeah. So the other thing I I did notice this week, since we were staying on the PGA, when we're talking about Brooks and Liv, Brooks is the only player, only Liv player that played the PGA this week that did not wear any logoed uh, gear. Thomas Peters. Thomas Peters didn't have his on the collar. Uh, I don't think Nike allows secondary logos on their apparel. They don't. And he's in, he was wearing all Nike this weekend. Okay, so he's the only other one. Gotcha. Well, th- how much airtime did they get from Thomas Peters? Quite a bit. He was in the top twenty-five. I, how many shots did you see of his? I didn't see any. Handful. You don't watch the coverage, so like you said last week. You said you said a handful. Yeah. Okay. 
How many shots did you see of Brooks Kepka? All of them. Okay, then. That's what I thought. So who got more coverage and who would have benefited more from, from a Nike deal? Both. The point I'm the point I'm making is a lot of questions were asked about Liv after Brooks's win and and Brooks kind of made it a point to say this is not a, a Liv thing and that's what I I don't want to say I had a, a a concern or a fear of that because you know obviously all the Liv bots for the longest time have been talking about how great how great Liv is and how it's so much better than PGA Tour and as soon as they won PGA Tour of course they all come come out and social media just blows up about how great Liv is and. You know, Brooks could have taken that that time. I think they'd asked him if he'd talked to Greg Norman um, yet after his win. I don't know why they would have asked him that. Um, I don't know if that would have been the first person I would have called after uh, winning the PGA Championship. But you know, he really kind of made it seem like it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal. It's not a live thing. It's it's not a live versus PGA Tour win. Like I'm celebrating. This was me. This was Brooks Koepka won PGA Championship, and that's that's what it is. And I think. That could be wrong, but I feel like a lot of the other guys would have would have maybe made a comment about Liv. Oh, certainly. Uh, Bryson still tried to. Bryson yeah. still tried to play it as this is a win for Liv. Yeah. And you know, to his credit, Brooks is like, "Nah, man, this is a win for me." Yeah. That's all. That's all. Yeah. So I think ultimately, it's not a, it's not a PJ Tour has to have or or necessarily wants to pay the money to get Brooks back. I think Brooks is going to play play live the way he's been playing it. He's, he's going to go out there and shoot what he shoots. If he wins, he wins. If not, no big deal. He's going to show up for the majors and compete. And then 2025, I think, is when his contract is up. Then I think we'll see where he wants to go. And I, I don't know. I, I would bet that maybe we see him back on the PGA Tour. I think whatever the suspension or whatever it may be i think the pj tour will probably let that go they're not going to make him serve any additional time if i don't know how how it would work anyways but i think they'll they'll probably welcome him back with open arms i think it'd be kind of sick if they made him if they made him qualify if they made him you know go through corn ferry or go through q school he would retire get get sponsored get sponsors exemptions you know yeah, nah. He, play his play his way back on. I think that'd be pretty great. That would be uh, that would definitely be funny, but I don't think they would. I don't think. They would do I, it. I think if he had to get, I think if he had to get sponsors exemptions, I don't think it would be an issue. No. So you're saying, Madison, if, that the PGA Tour is just kind of welcoming back? Yeah. No punishment at all. No. So then, what's stopping? I I, I would think the PGA tour would have to do something right to put a little bit of fear into players, current PGA tour players mind. I think okay. go to live makes X amount, whatever million. And then five years later, just come back. Think about a lot of the players right now. Think about where the state of their game is. What does their game look like in five years? And here's the other point on live. Yeah. If they Cameron, go, if Cameron Smith, where their game is now, if they go there, well, yeah, but he's going to be done in a couple years. My point is, done with what? Gonna, with live, his contract's going to be up. Is what I'm saying. But my point is, why do they need to try and strike fear into anybody that wants to go? If the players go to live and they're all crawling back to the PJ Tour instead of re-signing with live and continue to make all this money and have all this great light schedule where they can spend more time with family and grow the game, if they're all crawling back to the PJ Tour, what does the PJ Tour have to do to strike fear in anybody? Yeah, go go do whatever you want. All of them come back anyways. 
You lost me there. Did he lose I'm you, Mike, or did, did I'm, no, I'm saying no? No, I think I, I think I, I think I follow him. So you I explain I it to me like I'm five. Okay, so kind of like Mike says, right? So you you work for you work for a tire company and you make the best tires, and then a new tire company opens up, and everyone's like, oh man, this new tire company is going to pay me more, and I'm going to work less hours, I'm going to do all this, and they all leave, right? So yeah. then down the road they're like, you know what? I don't. I really want to be back on the PGA Tour. Or I want to be back in your your tire facility it was it was better it's you know it's more competition i like the way it lays out i i, I want to come back so how many more people do you think are going to leave your tire company to go to that other tire company after all those people are now coming back because oh, it was the grass wasn't no, as so green I, as it was over, over i there. see it like this right you ever seen those like social media things where it's like oh like you know you have this five footer if you make it you get like five million dollars but if you miss, like you can't play golf for four years, like do you take that chance? Or like, hey, just like go to jail for three years and we'll pay you ten million dollars. You come back, you have your you have your money. Nothing else happened. Like, would you do that? That's how I see it. Let me just go to live, pick up ten million dollars. Can still really like I can still work on my game. Okay. Once but- my contract's up, I get to come back scot free. Okay, so say you're a I'm trying to think of a oh, I'm trying to think of a player right now. Mike, give me a got give me a middle of the road player. Minwilly. Ooh. Okay. Doing your boy dirty, but yes. <laughs> wow, that is doing him dirty. I'm not doing him just, dirty. He's like just, he's he's right where he needs to be. Okay, so he hasn't say, earned anything yet. So say Minwilly goes over to live and then yep. doesn't perform at live, gets relegated. Re- what do you mean relegated? So that's that's the new gets kicked off. No, I know I know what that means. Like, what you get kicked off a live? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's not gonna. He wouldn't get kicked off. Like he gets to finish out his contract. No, if you are not playing well, you get relegated, and you sit in the alternate pool, and you don't play any golf, which means you can't win any extra money. So the only thing you would have gotten would have been your signing bonus, and hopefully that carries you for however long. But you also you're telling me if you're telling me if Brooks Koepka just shot eighty. And every single round, they would have relegated him. Every round in what? Every round in, in every lift? single round. Yeah. I don't know because there's a lot of players that shoot worse than eighty in some of the rounds out there. So you're telling me Mumu Lee's going to get re- relegated? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying you yeah. look at a player like um, a middle of the road Andy. PGA Tour player would be a star on live. Would they? You go. Yes. Oh yeah. That I do agree with. So you, you think Minwoo Lee, Lee goes over to live and he's win he's every at least tournament. Charles. Well, not every tournament, but he's at least better than Charles Howell III. I think he picks won. up a win. He picks up a win every year. Easy. And he finishes in the top 20. You collect your paycheck. You help your team win. And then, yeah. oh, five years have gone by. I can just go back to the PGA Tour. I'm 27 years old. How old is Minwoo Lee right now? Dude, I don't know. 24. So <laughs> let's do some quick math there. I just used 20, 22 he, as an example. He leaves at 24 and comes back at 27 five years later. <laughs> it's a time machine over there. All hey, where were, where were we going with this? Uh, we Should were talking Brooks about does, it, come does, back the PGA, the PGA does the PGA Tour give any type of repercussions when the, these guys to. potentially can come back? Token wrist slap. Yep. Token wrist slap. That's about it. I think they would probably say you are uneligible, or you're you're not 
eligible to maybe take a part in PIP for a year or two. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. think it would be anything crazy. Oh, what a real shame that is. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, I'm saying. Again, it's going to be a token wrist slap. That's about it. Yeah. They're going to have to do something to save face, but they're not going to do anything of any real significance because they're going to want him back. Right. They're not going to try and make him requalify or anything like that. I mean, they're not going to make it hard for him because if that's what if that's what it comes down to, I mean, we know Brooks' mentality, and he's going to be like, all right, well, screw it. I'll still show up to four majors a year. I'll see you guys out there, and you know, I'll just sit over here and live. Mike, I want to go back to a point uh, you said earlier in okay. the uh, episode about the pip, since we brought that back up. You think Rory is number one in the pip right now? You said someone was number one in the pip. I don't know who is, but Rom doing all this television. That's what it was. You said Rom. I think is absolutely pip genius. I still don't think he's number one in the pip. Who do you think is number one? Well, obviously we know it's Tiger. Don't you have to play in a certain amount of events? No, nah, to... man. Did they change that? Did they change that this year? I thought you had to play in a certain amount of events to qualify for it. Tiger won how... the PIP the first year, and he played in zero events. He played in the PNC. So then how does Rory lose money from the PIP for not playing at the RBC? How does have... Rory lose money for not playing in the RBC? Yeah, that comes out of the PIP money. I'm confused now. You, you've I, lost me again for the second time. So the RBC, he remember he pulled out of yes, that. Yes, I understand he withdrew, and now he's going to lose. He's going to lose three million dollars. That's from last year. Is that from okay? So that's last year's money. He hasn't gotten all of his money from last year's pip yet. So if it's if it's dependent on playing, that's what I'm saying. Right, but Tiger's not in the designated events, so like he didn't have to play. I, just, I don't I don't know I don't think he could be up there. Tiger's got a pip special exemption. <laughs> Literally, there's commi- there is commissioner discretion. What's the oh commissioner? Okay. There is there is commissioner discretion. Okay. Now commissioner discretion could have saved Rory, but it sounds like it's not gonna. But it's I'm reading I'm reading an article on. Uh, golfchannel.com right now and it sounds like basically they're going to keep paying tiger yeah mm. they're going to keep playing they're going to keep paying tiger because they would none of them would be where they are right now yep. jay wouldn't be running the organization that he's running right now if it weren't for tiger they pretty much can't pay tiger enough based on what he's done for the pga tour but otherwise otherwise yeah Otherwise, you got to play. You got to meet the eligibility requirements. Um, so let's take Tiger off the table because yeah, he so is the needle. Tiger's so number one. So behind that, it wouldn't surprise me if Rom's number two. And he, I don't think he will be. I think it's going to be Rory. No. I don't t- think so. Your play doesn't matter as much as you think. Your Who play played? doesn't matter as much as you think. But again, I think that again, I think that what Rom is doing. With all the TV he's doing, because I know your your ratings, your Nielsen score, is a big part of it, and he's there on TV when he's not playing. Yeah. Okay. It's genius. It's better for him genius. if he plays, I think. But What's that? let me ask: who's, who was the best player last year on the PGA Tour? 
who was the best player. Madison, go ahead and start pulling up the pip from last year, if you don't mind. Scotty Shuffler was the best player in the world last year. Would everyone agree? Yeah. Did he wait? He won Player of the Year, right? Are Are we serious right now? Are we hesitating on Scotty Shuffler was the best player in the world last year? Yeah. Yeah, he won the Player of the Year. Where did he finish on the pip scale last year? He finished sixth. All right, let's just go ahead and get a rundown of the top ten. Tiger? Tiger, Rory, Spieth, JT, Rom, Scotty, Xander, Fitzy, Willie Z, and Finau. Willie Z. Tony Finau? Yeah. Okay. And Tony Finau. Jordan Spieth right. is the first name that kind of stuck out to me. How many times right. did he win last year? I believe that was once. Valera, right? Uh, RBC last year, wasn't it? For Larry the year before? Heritage? Thank you. Yes, sorry. Um, I was thinking Easter. Um, but thank you. Both so he, both on Easter. Yeah, both yeah. on Easter. So he won once and finished top three. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just think Rory, even... I think Rory's, you know, live comments and now trying to get out of live and all of that face of the organization i think yeah he's not even close i think rom's gonna surprise you yeah i think rom's gonna be i think rom is sure. really gonna surprise you in the pip i, I think I'm max home is gonna be pretty decent this year as well he finished 12th last year i think is it 11 or 12 mike does it go down the i, I see i see 14 <laughs> Ooh, how many worse. times did he win last year didn't he win like didn't he win twice last year homa yeah at and least. How many times has he won this year? How many times has he won this year? I mean, are we counting the wraparound? No, because it's a calendar. The pip is all calendar. The pip is calendar, so I think he's won once at Tory, right? Yeah, and this guy's got no chance. He won't be inside the top five of the pip. Mm. I hate to break it to you, Madison, your favorite player. He won't be in the top five. Well, I'm just saying it would not surprise me. It would not surprise me if Rom finished a second. It would shock me. It it really it really would not. I'm and, seeing Rom on I'm seeing Rom on billboards. And so we're saying Tiger. You're for seeing sure. him everywhere. Tiger for sure. Number what one this billboard year. have you seen John Rom on in Richmond, Mike? Mike's a world traveler. He doesn't just he doesn't just surround himself in by Poe White and ninety five. There's there's a billboard. There's a, what's that? I said you don't I've seen one on Midlothian Turnpike. What was the product? Oh, I forget. Well, that's not good for the marketing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're seeing them. Billboard's got nothing You're to do with the You're seeing them all over the place. <laughs> You're seeing them all over the place. Uh, okay. Rom's right. coming. All right. Rom is coming for the pip, okay? Rom is coming for the pip. Uh all right, so moving on. Let's get to Colonial now. <laughs> moving on to Colonial. Since we have, we are way down the rabbit hole. Um, an we hour into this thing this, now. We have beaten this thing to death. All right, so uh, last I, thing about the PGA. Oh god! <laughs> I just want to give. A, <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to the PGA. They absolutely, they put on a, an absolute amazing tournament this week. The course is beautiful. Uh, the coverage. Shout out to CBS, ESPN Plus. 
it was great um i i feel like thursday through sunday you could have watched from 8 a.m all the way till you know the final putt went in so great job uh to the people that i mentioned um but yeah go ahead madison take us into colonial are you sure you, just, you don't want to shout anything else out uh sahit the gala i was gonna say i thought picks? you were gonna say minwoo oh actually yeah um picks this week picks. i took adam scott absolute cinderella story on uh thursday mm-hmm. i mean i, I texted right? you about it you, madison's texting me i'm mm. giggling like a little school girl and like i'm like yes we got it adam scott's playing well he's going to continue to play well <coughs> um and just disappeared i mean an absolute myth uh the rest of the three rounds but uh yeah i don't even know where he finished i'm just going to go ahead and take last place for the for the picks this week, I don't think I think John Rom finished worse than Adam Scott. I want to check that, Mike. Wow. I think Adam Scott was still top twenty-five. Okay. Yeah, Scott was 29th at one under. Twenty-nine. Okay. Where'd Rom finish? He was over, right? Mm-hmm way over yeah he was in the booth he was in he was doing coverage when adam was making the turn so (coughs) so i'll take uh i'll take the last last place this week mike of course the front runner with uh scotty So, mike your pick are we not going to preview the colonial before we make our picks yeah go ahead and run it down so yeah colonial heritage uh they're at one of the courses i guess in texas um mike one of the courses in texas big brain mike let's go ahead and hear are they colonial (laughs) is that the name of the golf course as well yes all right yes at colonial country club um hogan's alley one of the courses known as hogan's alley you know big a lot of history there a lot of history with hogan byron nelson you know real real ball strikers golf course you know, so I think, I think your favorite ball striker's favorite ball striker is gonna do well this week. So, <laughs> you know, somebody who's somebody who's striking the ball really well, um, as long as he's not in a fairway bunker and trying to bite off a little more than he should, wow. is Vic. So I'm gonna go with Hovland. That would be so fitting if he won this week too, just because I picked Wouldn't him it last though? week. Or I guess yeah. So I didn't. I don't know if I said this or not, but I picked him in my fantasy league for work. Oh, okay. um, so I got a decent payout. No, oh, good. Is my boy in the field nice. this week, Madison? Are you looking at it? Uh, who? My boy. Minwoo. Yeah. Um. He. I don't see him with us. He is. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. All right, I'm going to go ahead and lock in Minwoo Lee. Um, played well at the PGA. Um, very, very solid. Uh, for him, it's it's about experience. So I think the more – well, did you guys see he got a temporary membership on the PGA Tour for the rest of the year? Yeah, that's what I was setting you yes. up for. I thought you were going to talk about that. but When? When did you try to set me up for that? Uh, when we were still talking about the PGA, and I was like, oh, I figured you want to talk about Minwoo. 
and then you did went you into say that? what? Yeah. What did I say? Um, I don't know. You somehow switched it over to Adam Scott. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, but yeah, special area, special temporary membership for the rest of the PGA Tour season to go along with Akshay. Um, so super proud. Couldn't be uh, more proud of my friend. Um, after especially after a rough week at the AT and T, who he shot five over, I think, and finished almost like dead last in the field. Um, but yeah, bounced back at the PGA. I was kind of worried. His driving has kind of been all over the place, and with those, um, with the rough being so grown up, it was going to be a tough week. But he played well, so I'm going to lock in Minwoo Lee for this week. All right, um, I am. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Sam Burns, two-time winner here. Seems to uh, to like the course. Um, I guess he has two of those. Uh, Schwab Trans Ams, is that what they are? Is this what you get as well as the trophy? No, I thought it was the I thought it was the Dodge Challenger because it's the uh, Charles Schwab Challenge. No, it's uh, Schwab. I think it's a Trans Am. Look it, look it up, Mike. Schwab Edition Trans Am. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go Sam Burns. Um, kind of, kind of up and down year for him, but seems to know and like the course. Obviously, won the uh, the tournament twice already. So let's go with that. I was thinking. I was thinking Jordan, but um, we're going to lock in Sam Burns. You'd be oh, absolutely so, – you'd so be insane taking Jordan. This year it's a 73 Bronco. Oh. Interesting. Yes. Got to love it. Got to love it. Got to love it. Is so it, Sam Burns has won Colonial twice? He's won the Charles Schwab twice, yeah. I think he didn't go – I don't know if he went back-to-back. You said it was, it was an up-and-down year. year. I think he up and went, down. Yeah, he has been pretty up and down. Really? Oh, and he won a Camaro. Okay. Okay, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I'm trying to, All right. I'm trying to look it up now. Yeah, I think he has won, he's won twice, but I don't think he went back-to-back, but I could be wrong on that. Um, let's see if it'll show me here. Mike, you hear that up? Mike knows. No, I only know that he won uh, last year. But yeah. good pick. Okay. So yeah, it's a very pick. safe pick there. <clears throat> yeah. That's a classic I mean, Madison, did a little bit of research, likes the name, <laughs> you know. Well, you know what? I was I was gonna go uh I was gonna go Michael Block, but I thought that might be offensive to you. Uh, How would that be I know, offensive I know, to me? I know that you want the uh kind of the hype died down a little bit. You can take the, him. He's going to miss the cut. Out there. So that okay. Let's let's throw that out there as well. Michael Block to make or miss the cut this week. What do you got, Sterling? Miss. Miss. Mike. Yeah, Cinderella glass slipper. Nope. Just like Breaks. Drake said, Cinderella about to lose the glass off her foot. Yep. Wow. All right. I'll, I'll I think go the ride. I think the ride is the block party is over. I'll go. It's time to clean just, up. Just, just for the heck of it, I'll say he's going to make it this week. Um, no, nah. it's time to clean up. up. We need to take the keg. We need to take the kegs back to get the deposit, Madison. Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not paying. I'm not losing my deposit on these kegs. We're taking them back. Right. right. We after, had a great time. We had a great time at the block party, but it's over. It gets it's old over. after a while, right? I mean, it was. It was who a wants one to be at a block event. party for two weeks. It was a one weekend event. 
We'll revisit it again in 2024, but that's it. Um, so he, here's my question, since you guys are, are going uh, to miss the cut. Is it missing the cut by a couple strokes, or is it just absolutely, in Mike's term, ejecting and finish closing to close a to miss the bottom cuts, of a the cut. board? A miscut's a miscut. Next question. True. I understand what you're saying. But for a sponsor's exemption, there's some that have absolutely great stories that week and, and really kind of play off that that sponsor's exemption and play really well. And there's others that just, I don't want to say wasted, but, you know, there maybe could have been somebody else they could have passed that exemption on to. So do you think, because well, he does still did. have one, one more tournament on, one more tournament after this, do you think that it's going to be close or do you think it's going to be a DFL situation? Didn't one of the Cootie brothers get an opportunity to play this week and turned it down, and then Michael Block was next in line? Yes. Well, I don't know if he was next in line, but he, no. he got the special exemption. Yeah, Pearson, Pearson Cootie is deciding to play on the Corn Ferry Tour, um, Corn, Ter- Corn Ferry Tour event this week because he said if he's going to get his card, he wants to earn it. Um, so, yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that. You have an opportunity to play on the PGA Tour and maybe get a win. But you're going to go play Corn Ferry? The way I read that was that he felt like he had a better chance of getting and keeping his card playing in the Corn Ferry event. Well, that's probably Because he's pretty close. Yeah, that's probably true. I don't know. I think he's he's pretty high up on yeah. the point standings I think he, right now. Yeah, I think he wanted to protect his spot on Corn Ferry rather than giving up a week because unfortunately... It's not like they get to play every week. I kind of don't blame them. I mean, it sucks. In reality, should he get Corn Ferry points for playing and potentially playing well in a PGA Tour event? Yes. Like, is it stupid that you have to make that choice? Yes. Like, the Corn Ferry guys who play, you know, make and play in the U.S. Open and wind up missing the Corn Ferry event that week? Yeah. Totally screwed up. But... So what? Um, I, I don't. I don't fault him for playing the Corn Ferry event and trying to lock his card up. Where would he have to finish to get special exemption for the remainder of the year as a PJ Tour card? Top five. Is it top five? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Akshay went to Puerto Rico and got T two or stole a second and got. Yeah, he temporary. Got, yeah. Yeah, I think you have to be. You have to have more FedEx Cup points even though you don't have them, but you have to have earned more FedEx, more FedEx Cup points than, like, number 125 has. Basically, if you're playing better than, like, the worst exempt guy, you get special temporary. Gotcha. So. So, all right. Uh, let's, let's wrap it up with some shout-outs. And I'm going to shout out Rose Zhang, the GOAT of women's college golf. Aren't they playing this week out in Arizona? Yeah, but the the individual the individual ended yesterday, and she won. Again. Oh, jeez, man! But she did she did get uh, she did get beaten in match play today. And uh, wait, did they still win though? 
She won the individual. But did they, did they still advance to the next round? Stanford. They're playing. Uh, they're playing at Greyhawk, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah. playing at Greyhawk. And no, she lost her match, and uh, so USC is going to the final. Ooh, upset of the year. Yeah. Well, you know what they say. What do they say, Sterling? Is it a? I always mess up these like classic like sayings. All great things must come to an end. That's is that right? Yep. Is it yeah. great or good? It's good. Great. Great. It's all good? good things. Or all good. All good. All good things. I uh, see. I messed it up. I always mess up like one word. Yeah, I mean, I you were in the ball. I would put her in the great category, so I, I would, I would yeah. say you could switch it to great. We'll give it to you. Thank you. Any all other right. shout outs? Mmm, shout-outs. Um, no, I've already given Minwoo a shout-out. Uh, Justin Rose played well again in another major championship, so shout-out to him. Um, shout-out to me. I shot 69 Sunday at, at Dogwood Trace. Nice. Talked to Lonto Griffin yesterday, and you know I was asking him a couple questions, like how do you just get more comfortable playing under par, and he gave me some good advice, so uh, shout-out to Lonto for that. Subtle name drop. Just, mm-hmm. just very small. And I told him about the podcast. I didn't, you know, don't too much, but uh, he knows that I have a podcast. We have a podcast. Um, you yeah. have a podcast, huh? No, no, no. I said me and my friend. <laughs> did you give him a? Did you give him a sticker? I didn't give him a bag? sticker. No, no, no. Man, what a swing and a miss there. No, it wasn't a swing and a miss. You know, I was there for work, not for two and one. Um, but yeah, you had some other people there with you as well. Yeah. No, no shout outs to them. Austin, er- Austin Ernst, nothing like that. Armando Baycott, no, nothing, nothing for him. I don't know why you're trying to make me look like the bad guy here. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm just at, just, just throwing it out there. You had an opportunity to be there. Mike had an opportunity to be there. Like, I don't ever remember getting a phone call. You get the invite. How was it sent? Go, go through your emails. Vision. Go through your emails. It was in your email. Mm. I got the invite. Yeah. Mm. Um. Any shout-outs on your end, Madison? No. I mean, hey, look. We're gonna hey, conti- look. We're going to continue the block hey, party look. one more night. One more night, Mike. We'll take them back in the morning. I promise we'll load them in the back All of the right. truck. We'll take them back. All we're right. going to go one more night for the block party because Thursday, who knows what we're going to get. So uh, that would be my shout-out for the week. First shout- thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, right, we take it right, back. All right. all right. First thing. Get a shout out to right. Madison Hill for not picking up a golf club in the last two days, even though he's got a big time qualifier coming up. Yeah, just didn't didn't have time. But I mean, I've been I've been playing a lot recently, um, and I'm gonna try and finish the rest of the week uh, out pretty strong with getting some reps in. Should we let the people know about our our plan? We have a match. We have a match scheduled here. Oh, I don't should, know. Should we tease it a little bit? Yeah, just you give him just... a little taste. Ooh, and hey, there you sprinkle, go. Sprinkle, sprinkle a little something on there. Yeah, there you go. It's uh, it's gonna be hot, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be hot, and uh, I don't know what you call it. I hope you're hungry for some entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have so, a, um, we're gonna be shooting a fun video on Monday, and um, 
We're going to oh, release man. it either. I can't remember if it's June second or June fourth. Stay tuned. It's going to be. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be wild. Come on, give me one more pun before we I'm close. I'm trying to think out. of one. Your eyes are going to glaze over watching. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Think about all the puns that we just used, um, and you'll figure out what we're doing. Well, not really. You might figure out what we're talking about, but you won't figure out what we're doing. So um, make sure you tune in for that. That's going to be, be a pretty sweet surprise. Oh, God. I got one more in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I why, why don't we just tell them? I feel like we should. No. Okay, all right. That's coming soon. This enough. is gonna be a closed closed door conversation. Um, but thank you all for listening and tuning in. We appreciate it if you're listening this deep into the episode, right? One hour and twenty four minutes. Um, but please check us out on all the socials, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, all at two in one golf or two in one golf podcast, and we'll see you all next week.